But he didn't stop there. He offers us a recreation in him, a transformation on this earth so that we can experience little glimpses of heaven on earth. And that is us transforming into the image of God. Okay, Cam. Right. Cam Newton did great in this pro day. I don't know what you're talking about. And so you can't why, tell why me. I know. Pro... What? Why did he have a pro day? He went Isn't to he... Auburn's pro day. And he played at it? He didn't play. Okay, he showed he off his skills. It. You can't tell Dude. me that there are 32 <laughs> quarterbacks better than Cam Newton in the NFL right now. Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, did you did you hear what he said about like why the Patriots didn't work out? No, I didn't. What he said? It was because he joined the midseason, had to learn a whole new offense, and everything uh-huh. was riding on him. And he was like, "That was dumb. I shouldn't have done that." I was like, "Go off, uh, King." See, hey, I I'm is not he weird? Hate on Absolutely. For your His sake. Instagram hate it. But I don't want all he, of half of our listeners to hate me, so I'm not going to sit here and trash on Cam Newton, who is the, like the, <laughs> no, the god of Auburn, Alabama. But, uh, He's not at Bo Jackson so, level yet, or Charles Barkley. Oh, Bo Jack, dude. dude Casey yeah, Royals legend. <laughs> yeah, okay, Auburn legend. We Auburn okay, has, like, so, randomly... Okay, let me, let Bama me say has all the championships. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Bama has all the hardware. <laughs> they have all the championships. But who... What heroes do they have? Joe Namath. That's kind of it. And he's weird. Joe Namath wears, went to Alabama? Yeah. He wears like weird furs, though. I think he hates animals. That. That's what I heard. But we got Chuck. <laughs> we got Charles Barkley. Bo Jackson. Frank Thomas, too. People forget about Frank Thomas. He's on all the Nugenics commercials. Um, oh, yeah. That so guy. he's doing great. And Cam Newton. Cam's not there <laughs> okay, yet, though. Cam, let Cam me needs say to have something a, about a Cam. resurgence. So, I'm fine. So I... I'm all about Cam Newton trying to get on a team. He's probably good enough to be on a team. But uh, I did have to chuckle a little bit when Cam Newton comes out here and he's, he says, oh, all of these teams are just hiring all these bums to play. And then Shannon Sharp goes on his show the next day and says, Cam, you are the bum. That's rough. <laughs> That's just, a tough look, but also it's Shannon Sharp. You know, like whatever. Who was, yeah, but, but <laughs> who was the quarterback for the Texans last year? I don't know. Yeah, Why exactly. Know that? You can't tell me Cam's not better. Well, Cam's also what thirty five. Teams know no, he is, man. He's not thirty five. Thirty two, probably. Yeah, probably low thirties. Yeah, I was a big Cam Newton fan growing up. I used to always trade him to the he's Chiefs. He's a hero. Madden. Really? Yeah, hey, dude. Prime Cam Newton, insane. I go back and watch whenever I need just a shot in the arm of like pump up. I'll watch some of his highlights from um, Auburn. And in college, it was hilarious because he is so much bigger than everyone else on the field. He still was huge yep. in the NFL, but like in college, mm-hmm. it's just laughable watching him run over mm-hmm. like a defensive back from Louisiana Monroe or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> or like, I think that we played Utah funny. that year. Um, but anyway, you see Lamar Jackson, that stuff break? No. What, how, Apparently, is he, he signing? asked for a trade. No, he asked for a trade like a month ago, but the team didn't release anything about it. That's crazy, dude. Yeah, dude. I kind of, I'm kind of rooting for Lamar. He's his own agent. He's he's lovable. Yeah, but I, yeah, I, but I so I listen to the Pat McAfee show a lot, and they'll just roast him kind of for being his own. Not roast him, but they're like, "Hey, dude, you need an agent. Like, this is why yeah. you didn't get a deal done." You know? Um, yeah, because it's his mom. Well, I think it, represents. They're him. they're saying that it burns a lot of it. What what also is a problem is is when you're in the in the office doing business. Mm-hmm. Usually it's the G- usually the owners and the GMs are beefing with their agents, but they're not beefing with the player, and so mm-hmm. the player's removed from it. So the player and owner have still have a good relationship. 
but then it's um, so the it's job of it's the straining. job of the agent to be kind of a jerk and i guess yeah hardball and negotiations and so when it's when you're representing yourself then it's easy to make it really personal yeah that um, makes sense which yeah so no that's crazy i it'll be curious where he where he ends up i mean if he wants to go to the chiefs next year he, i mean we probably could use some help as a backup running back to isaiah pacheco That, that was, was the so cockiest thing I've ever heard you say. Yeah, that was so disrespectful. I kind of <laughs> wanted to go to the Colts. I think he'd be enter- entertaining on the Colts with Jonathan Taylor. And he probably their, would be. Their offensive line, right? He looked That'd good in that uniform, offense. too. That's a good uniform. Colts Dude. have a good uniform. Dude, spring football, man. All these spring games about to happen. The spring. spring you know what else sprung. happens in the spring? The you know what lead. else happens in the spring? What? The Sunday lead. That happens anytime. But That's true. The, the, Year-round. A tradition unlike any other, the Masters. Woo! Wait, we haven't we haven't let in. Should we lead in? Hey, welcome to another episode of Sunday Woo! League, guys. Aiden, this is Easter Sunday. Tournament? Easter Sunday, let's go! Woo! What's the best tournament to have a Sunday lead in, Aiden? Hey, the Masters. Yeah. Augusta. <laughs> yeah. Walking down. Hey, we should be walking down. We should be walking. Okay. We should have a confidence in our grace that God gives us in the saving power of his resurrection, death and resurrection, mm-hmm. where we're mm-hmm. walking like we have a two-stroke lead on 18, walking down mm-hmm. the fairway at mm-hmm. Augusta National on Sunday. Oh, yeah. Dude, a I'm Sunday lead. Come on. This podcast was named after a freaking Sunday lead at Augusta. Let's go. This is our Super Bowl. <laughs> hey, Come, man, on. Dude. <laughs> Come on. dude. Come on. And you know what's man. wild? Aiden, this is episode seven. If I can count. Oh my. And seven. It's coming out on number. Easter Sunday. Seven, the number of completion. It's Master Sunday. I don't know. I don't know. Feels like a God thing. Dude. A little God wink. Maybe. I don't know. Well, yeah. Dude, the Masters. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I'm torn, though, that the Masters is this weekend, though, because it's, you know, it is, all day yeah. today. I'm going to try. I'm going to try to watch it. I'm hoping, uh, you know, no, who? We're making predictions before the tournament starts. So, Will, yeah, we're who recording do you think this is going to take the title? We're recording this a week in advance, caveat. So I, we discussed this before the episode, and we both wanted to pick Scotty Shuffler, which... Hey, Scotty! Well, yeah, <laughs> I feel like I should get priority over uh, because he's a Longhorn, but that's fine. I'll let you have him. I'm going with Rory. I think Rory on okay. this Easter Sunday is going to complete his career Grand Slam, win the Masters for the first time, and have a green jacket on, probably by the time you're listening to this, wherever and, you are. And tell all the live guys to suck it. Yeah, but, you know, with charity. But, yeah. <laughs> Dude, that he would is, be crazy. He is outspoken anti-live. I, I'm curious you, to see how much beef the, there's going to be. He's the poster boy for the for, uh, yeah. PGA. Yeah, no, Tiger's I, like, I hey, love, take this over. I would really like if, uh, if Rory won it all. Obviously, I, yeah, I picked Scotty Scheffler. Um, I love Scotty. I, I did. Scotty's just the man. He is, dude. Okay, well, weird thing. So completely forget about the Masters. We'll kind of forget about the Masters. But okay, hold on, I hold on. Made a connection. Okay, I did. Go ahead. <laughs> I, I made a connection today that I, I typically the Masters screws up my golf swing. What? And you want to know why? Why? Yes, I'm dead serious. Because I'll watch it, and then each of the guys, you know, guys at the top, they kind of have their own little thing they do in their swing and it looks super cool when they're winning the masters and so then i kind of try to do it and then it screws me up royally i i was thinking about that today when i was watching the dell match play they'd finish a shot with like one arm 
or one a uh-huh. one-handed finish and i'm like man that looks really cool but there's or, no shot yeah like yeah i did the so when a couple years ago when hideki won it hideki matsuyama i did his tempo where he's super slow backswing goes super fast front and i tried to do that and it screwed me up and then last year <laughs> Ror, or scotty scotty has this kind of interesting footwork thing he does and I think sometimes I do it, but I don't know if that's a good thing that I do it because it's it's not really a textbook golf move. But mm-hmm. if you watch him, his his foot kind of slips. And then last year after he won it, I tried to do it every time I swung the club, and it completely screwed up my golf swing for a month. <laughs> <laughs> there is an aspect but, of that. Like with the more I watch golf, I think it does help to a degree. But I'm also like, oh, I can do that, and so I'm just I trying shots that are like way. Years away for me to even attempt, even think about doing. Dude, it's crazy. But the Masters, it's you know, spring is here. It's you see the you see that picture perfect golf course. It's Easter Sunday. Take me to Augusta, baby. Mm -hmm. Oh my! How could life get any better? Oh wait, uh, uh, it can't. It can. It can. Whoa! What? (laughs) Because every single week after that, you're playing golf in perfect weather. Let's go. Yeah, that's really true. Well, not really, but kind of. You know, kind of. Yeah. At least for every week boys. of spring. Spring just gets better every week. Spring and is I nice. I say that sometimes, and people think I'm being mean to Jesus because I say that it gets better after the resurrection. But, you know, no, I'm that's liturgically correct. Yeah. You're, it's yeah. the Easter octave before hey, you have Divine Mercy Sunday. Yeah. And then the weather on. gets nicer and nicer. And then uh, it's pretty out. Golf's happening again. Uh, it's, it's probably the most fun time to be a missionary because college yeah. students become radically available because they realize the time is near that they're going to leave. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, no, that's actually really I just true. Like right sprint. now it feels I like a sprint, sprint, but everyone's, everyone's schedules free up after Easter. I feel like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a good yeah. point. And for us it, in college, the masters was always the same weekend as our biggest, I'm going to sound so fraternal here, sick, but it was always the the same weekend as our biggest spring party. And mm. so you would go home on Saturday after like the afternoon, hanging out, whatever with the boys. Woo. And then you'd go sit on the couch, take a nap while the masters is on. And it's just perfect. And baseball. I dude, I love a good Sunday afternoon nap with a baseball game on. Okay. At home That's... at my parents' house. They, they have it. We have a uh-huh. TV out on the porch, take a nap out there, listen to the birds, watching some baseball. It's great. That's pretty Matinee nice, game. dude. Yeah, it is nice. My dad can really relate to that. I can't. I'm, I don't mean that as an insult. Are you just no, being no, 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 okay. no? It felt like a roast. No, I, I'm, I like. I kind of was. I kind of said it snarky, but I, I just. Yeah. You know, baseball is one of those sports where I'd really like to get into it, but I never played it, and so I don't that, really know the tough. intricacies of it. And so yeah. I enjoy going to a baseball game, and then my local team, the Royals, are historically terrible, except for three years of their franchise, basically. Yeah. Um, and, and when they won, the, when they when they do really well, it's fun. I get behind it. I'm, but I'm not going to act like I'm a diehard baseball fan by any stretch. But yeah, I mean that's I me with golf, basketball. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. I can get that. And it would probably yeah. be me. It, yeah. It'll, bas- it'll transition to more golf for me this year, probably. But go ahead. Basketball is one of those things where I could watch it anytime in whoever's yeah. playing. But and, and yeah. that's just because I know the sport well enough. And that's yeah. It is what it is. But the spring, the weather gets warm. It's beautiful out. The flowers. I mean, what can you not like about the spring? I mean, it's just everything's happier, you know? I guess if you have allergies, your life is miserable. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. I love a good rainy spring day, though, too. Like, give me the sunshine. Give me all the flowers blooming or whatever. Mm -hmm. April showers, I'm here for them. That's what I'm saying. And then the polos get popping, bro. You can Woo! Start, ooh, 
Those Easter. Dude, colors. we need a Sunday hey, lead polo. Got... Yeah, we do. I would love a right? Sunday lead polo and a hat. I'd wear the heck out of that. Uh, It'd probably dude, be just us too. But you would... come on, dude. Imagine wearing your own freaking podcast polo and hat on the golf course. It's the most pretentious <laughs> thing I've ever heard. But you I think it would be great like marketing. You would feel like you're on tour, dude. You would feel yeah, like you're that's on true. tour. Yeah, that's true. Can we make up fake um, sponsors and then put them on the shirts? Yeah, too? we could. Yeah, yeah just, I like that. Just, just like throw on a bank. We'll throw on <laughs> We'll throw on a bank. No, we'll, we'll throw on the, the Ave Maria fund one. We'll throw on uh, Hallow. We'll throw okay. on, what's another big one? Maybe just a Pines of too, logo. You can't have too many of them. You can't have too I'm many thinking of them. Three. Three's a good like number. A you get one on the collar, yeah. one on the chest, one on the sleeve. Uh-huh. That's good. No one would know. But oh, what was I going to say? I was going to say something. Oh, thunderstorms in the spring. I love them. I love yeah. them, but they're kind of scary at the same time. But it's kind of. Oh, it's, I'm just kidding. They I was in Georgia scary. last week, and I think. Hey, honest question, um, and for the listeners, too, if you know the answer. Um, can it not thunder when it's cold out? Because I was in Georgia, and they had. It was, it, it's been warmer down right. there longer. And and it was I was in Georgia the weekend of March twenty I don't know twenty fifth, and they had a thunderstorm, and I at that night and I thought I haven't heard thunder for months. I think they can happen. Now that you ask the question, I'm wondering if I've ever heard thunder in the winter. But I think they can happen. They're just more frequent in uh-huh. the spring and fall and summer. I don't know though. That's a good question. Mm. Yeah, Kenny, look that up really quick. Yeah, that's really interesting, honestly. Um, but. but the thing, Aiden, too, that's exciting. Lent is over. We're in the resurrection. I know. And Praise I'm sorry, God, I got dude. distracted. Lent's Kenny over. showed the me the started. It is considered a rare phenomenon. Phenomenon. It typically falls in regions of strong upward motion with the cold set. I don't know what the, any of that means. But anyway, you're kind of right. Yeah, okay. Um. A thunder snowstorm. That's one word. That's one word in the English language. Thunder snowstorm. Interesting. Um, but yeah, we're in the resurrection, baby. Woo! We're in the resurrection. And we're out of Lent. And I think it's always in, like, I'll, I'll do this first. The A couple weeks ago, we had the gospel of Jesus raising Lazarus from the dead. And I don't know why, but this, I, Lazarus, the story of Lazarus has always kind of um, stuck out to me. I mean, one, it's just a badass name. I can say badass, right? Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, okay. Um, and two, the idea of like this dude was dead for three days and Jesus like purposefully waited. He was like a short walk away from where his friend was who was dead. Purposely waited for the sake of like, not for the sake of the story, but like so that others would believe, right? And walks over there and it says, the gospel says he cried out in a loud voice, Lazarus come out. And so I'm just picturing Jesus in kind of like this desert area with this tomb right in front of him. And he's just yelling. Mm-hmm. I won't yell to, for the sake of our listeners ears, but he just yells, Lazarus come out. And like, how cool is that? And then that Lazarus just walks out. And there's also, there's the idea that like Jesus one, he, he, he says the same to us. He tells us to rise from the dead. When he, when the, we first in, like experienced the gospel within our lives, but also like each and every day, he's like, even you could, you could make the argument like every day when you get out of bed, Jesus is telling you to rise and to serve him mm. that day. And, and to, I don't know. It's just really cool. 
And so I love the Easter season. I love living in the resurrection because in order, we talked about this a little bit on the last episode, but in order to live in the resurrection, you have to experience Lent. You have to experience the passion. And so now we're kind of, I mean, let's go. It's Easter. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. And you can, uh, you can rejoice that, you know, a job well done, I guess, especially personally with Lent, you know, mm-hmm. but then also go off. Cause it's this, it's this great party because shoot before, before this, what happened over the, over the passion, death and resurrection. And before that you're defined by your weaknesses, but after it happens, you're saved. And, and we have this great redemption and Jesus comes in and he says, I'm not only going to redeem you, but I want to completely change you. I want you to transform you. I want you to rise and follow me, like you were saying, Will. Um, mm-hmm. And that's just that's that's a that's life redeeming message. That's the most that's the most important message um, in the world. It's the it's the only thing worth. It's the, it's literally the only thing worth dying for is that gospel message of Jesus yeah. Christ and his and his love to to come back and. And, and and what the resurrection signifies is, oh shoot, this dude wasn't kidding. He did it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, well, because like it, the, it's just the pinnacle of our thing. faith is Easter Sunday, right? Like, it wasn't enough for Jesus yep. just to die. Like, he had to defeat death. He had to rise again. Mm-hmm. He had to defeat the last enemy to be conquered. Yeah. Woo! Come on. Yeah. And if so he I think just died, then it would have been just a depressing story. Yeah, <laughs> it would have been like, huh? Yeah, uh, we wouldn't be here today if he just died. Um, and so I think there's an aspect of the temptation, at least for me with Easter is be like, Oh, praise God. I I'm allowed to be happy again. I'm allowed to have fun again. Like, you know, there's kind of like when you do Lent badly, I think there's this aspect of like, Oh, no fun. And during Lent, you know, like whether that's mm-hmm. like, you can view your penances that way. But mm-hmm. with Easter, there's the temptation to like ditch everything I was just doing for Lent. And and just act, and it, part of that is true in the sense of like we're, when we're in the octave of Easter, it's important to feast and important to like partake in the liturgical calendar. But mm-hmm. um, the aspect of like those habits you worked on during Lent or you picked up, carry them through. What stuff can you keep on the board and keep doing? You know, it, it, if it's genuinely good for you and it's not like insane. I was talking to my roommate about this. I think yesterday. Of like, oh, what what can I actually like keep doing throughout the year that is making me a better man and making me more into the image of Christ and is a good thing to offer up? Yeah, what do you think about that? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna be honest. Well, I completely spaced out while you were talking. Interesting. <laughs> do I have that effect on people? Uh, no. I, actually, what it was is I completely. I don't know if you guys will see hear this in the audio. But there was a point earlier in the podcast where I lost, I couldn't, I, I, like my computer froze. Oh, really? And so I don't know. Yeah. So in my head, I was thinking if that was, I was, I was thinking about if that was going to be affected or not. So I think it's this, that's it's still recording on my end. Out. But okay. Good no, excuse, it's, it's been recording the whole time, but, but I don't know. There was a time where I yelled, I, I yelled something about Easter and then it's froze. And so I was just thinking about when that was placed in there. <laughs> we got, <laughs> we got too excited for Easter, everybody. Sorry. And then, and then, uh, I, and so, yeah. So anyways, that's what I was thinking about, but I, I got the gist of what you were saying. Well, my apologies for not. Thank you. Hey, I receive your apology. I, I forgive um, you. But, but basically it's Easter, how can I be? So upset? you were, you were talking about, Will. you were talking about not letting your building on what you did over Lent. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So 
I think this is huge because I think I think a lot of times and and if will if I start repeating you just cut me off. I mean, yeah, because you didn't listen, so you don't know what you'll be repeating. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but but anyways, I think I think a lot of times I struggle with. I just you know I'm free from this, and so now I just can go party mode, and then party mode mm-hmm. turns into my entire year, and then Lent happens, and I think, oh wow, I had all these great things I did last year, and Oops, I haven't done a thing of them. Yeah, and, and I think a lot of that's true. Where, um, yeah, I, I just think it's important to, to 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 think about that. I did Exodus ninety a couple of years ago, and if you're not familiar with the Hell Exodus yeah, ninety brother. program, it's yeah, basically. I think it's a great program for certain guys. I think you should definitely look at it critically, to be honest. That's my I, Yeah, I would bit. say don't do it unless you get it um, by a spiritual director personally, but go but ahead. But anyways, it's a, it, there's just a lot of fasting in it. And mm-hmm. when it ended, I I went straight party mode, and I literally ate like crap and just did just went free. Like, not I wasn't – I wasn't uh, – I wasn't drinking in the sense of getting drunk or irresponsibly, but it was just very mm-hmm. habitual eating bad food, drinking alcohol yeah. on a regular basis way too often. And it was because I thought, well, I've just done this for this long, so I'm going to party. And then all yeah. of a sudden it happens. Yeah. It's it's six months removed from Lent, and mm-hmm. I'm still eating handfuls of candy whenever I walk yeah. out the door. <laughs> yeah, and it's like a it's a line between like celebrating the resurrection in the Easter season, but also like not falling to gluttony, you know? Mm-hmm. and like still like building off of what you just did for 40 days yeah and i think that can be difficult because it's you want to celebrate it but then also you want to you want to remember that um you know ultimately those things you did in lent are leading you closer to the resurrection and yeah. they're opening up doors for you and your relationship with christ and so the easiest way to lose ground is to just throw all that out the window yeah, and so it, it's definitely it's it's a weird nuance. I mean, uh, if you even if you follow your faith at all, I think you experience that there's a lot of nuance in the faith. But mm-hmm. in, in in general, I mean, we should be celebrating to the rooftops that that the the resurrection has come and and that our faith is is mainly a faith of celebrating. We actually have it's a, it's a it's a, yeah, resu- it's a lot of celebrating. We're, we're I think it's the JP two quote or something. Which we're an Easter people. And yeah. Hallelujah is our song or something, uh, and that's Heck true. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a uh, that so so celebrate it because I mean seriously, our lives were destined to miser miserableness. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we were without going it. to hell. We were going to an eternal yeah, fire so. without Easter, and and so it brings us to the call mm-hmm. sheet today, Aiden. Which the call sheet is rise. It's very simply. It always makes me think of um, the Dark Knight Rises. So maybe you watch that during the Easter mm. season. If you gave up movies or something like that, watch The Dark Knight Rises because there's that song that they sing, <laughs> and I won't sing it, but if you know what I'm talking about, it'll fire you up. And it's the <laughs> idea that Jesus Christ, the Son of God, literally, and, and who is fully God, became man, entered, like, not limited himself, but entered our limited form, took on sin, died on the mm-hmm. cross, rose from the grave and it would have been enough. It would have been enough if he were to have just saved us from hell. It would have been Mm -hmm. enough if he just ended it there, but he didn't stop there. He offers us a recreation in him, a transformation on this earth so that we can experience little glimpses of heaven on earth. And that is us transforming into the image of God. 
And this entire line begs a response from us. It begs mm-hmm. a response from us. We can't do nothing with this, right? So Absolutely. this Easter season, with this theme of rise, choose what you're going to do and then do it. And what I mean by mm-hmm. that is yeah. respond to that call. Respond to this gospel message. Respond to Jesus uh-huh. Christ's passion, death, and resurrection for you, his saving of your soul. Yep. And rise. Yeah. Yep. And I think I think something I want to touch on is is we gotta to look to the life of Saint Peter as a as a wonderful example of this, where he falls, he betrays his Lord, um, he he denies him. Um, and it says he wept bitterly. That's a that's a that's a verse where he wept bitterly, and it's church kind of legend that he he would cry about his betrayal of Jesus very, 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 very often to the point where he mm. increases in his eyes um from how many tears were shed. Um and he begins to weep bitterly when he sees the face of Christ looking at him. Uh, and what happens after the resurrection? All this stuff happens. Peter probably is shooting himself in the foot the whole time, thinking, I literally fumbled the bag when it came. Yeah. And then and then you get John chapter 21, and you I, you picture that, that really peaceful scene by the shore. And Jesus asks Peter, do you love me three times mm. uh, to, to redeem each of the times that Peter denied him in public? The first pope of the Catholic Church denied Jesus publicly. Yeah, and think about that. And, and Peter, it says, it says Peter weeps all the time about this, but he doesn't let that define him. But he lets he he accepts Christ's forgiveness for him, and he responds to the call that Jesus says at the end of at the end of that passage, where he says, "Follow me, rise and follow me, take up your mat and follow me." He says to says to to many people, or take up mm-hmm. your mat and walk, but. It, it, and, and, and so yeah. that's the response. That's the response with Easter is is to follow Christ. It really is not enough to just celebrate it. Yeah, Jesus wants us to participate in it. So let's freaking do it, baby! Woo! Come on now, come on. Let's be great. Peter, Peter should not have been as great as he was, but Jesus made him great. And All now we're grace, talking baby. about two thousand later, two thousand years later. And he's, he's one of the greatest saints that the Catholic Church has. So Love it. Have a wonderful Easter, everybody. What a, what a Happy great Easter. time to be alive. Uh, praise hey, God. Hey, this Easter, honestly, maybe be a friend, tell God. a friend? Question mark? Hey, yeah. Be a friend, tell a yeah. friend. And Rock Chalk Jayhawk, you know? War Dam Eagle. Cam Newton is going to have a resurgence in the NFL. That's what you take away this Easter. Hey, watch the Masters one more time, too. Oh, yeah. Great Sunday for it. Hopefully we <laughs> see some of that tiger, tiger red. Oh, anyways. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great Easter. Kenny, drop it. All right. See you, boys and girls and ladies. We support women. Half of our audience is women. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 